This is episode number 183 with Brandon Adams. New concepts and ideas to help you reach your full potential. Success 101 Podcast. Welcome to the Success 101 Podcast. This is your host, Jared Warren. And each episode, my goal is to bring you a new concept or idea to help you maximize your full potential. Thanks for joining me here today. Now let's kick things off. Hey guys, welcome back to the Success 101 podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you guys today, and I wish you could see the view that I'm looking at right now. I'm sitting in Mexico right now, down on the Riviera Maya. I've got a swim-up pool right outside of my window, and this has been an incredible trip. I had the opportunity to bring some members from our organization down here. The weather has been awesome. Our team meeting was awesome this morning, and I wish I could share this with all of you guys. And check this out, guys. I received this advice from a mentor long ago who said you need to be taking some sort of an off-site quarterly vacation or team planning meeting each quarter. And I thought, man, how am I going to do that? How am I going to get all the ducks in a row to where quarterly I can travel somewhere? And let me tell you, with kids, it makes it even harder. But every time I get away, not for too long, because if you extend it too long, it's hard to come back and recover and get the wheels turning again. But a short stint away, three or four days away every quarter, whether it's with your business or with your family or some combination of both, to refuel is going to help you guys stay in the game all throughout the year. So write in to me about what you guys are doing. Write in about what type of offsites you are taking, what you're doing to refuel and recharge. You guys know that fires me up so much, and I can't wait to hear from you on what you're doing with your teams, with your family with your mastermind groups, to break away from the day-to-day, to change up the environment and the scenery, and really get focused on refueling, recharging, and then getting right back in the game, I can promise you it's going to make your year a lot better for doing so. Now, we've got an incredible show for you guys today with my friend Brandon Adams, but first, I wanted to mention to you guys, my team still has my book, From Success to Significance, available for just the shipping cost here in the United States. If you're international and not in the United States, you can select the ebook reader for about the same cost. Just head over to success101podcast.com forward slash book and get your hands on From Success to Significance with the six vision building strategies, the five components for creating your vision and making 2018 that's just around the corner a phenomenally record breaking year for you guys as you work through the different ways to wrap your mind around planning, vision casting, goal setting and all things toward peak performance. If you're in the United States, please put Success 101 in the checkout code at checkout, and you will pick that up for just the shipping cost. We want to get this into as many hands as we can, and we want to make it easy for you guys to grab that. If you're international outside of the U.S., please pick the ebook reader as your version, and we will deliver a download straight to you. Also, my coaching programs I released about three weeks ago have gotten overwhelming attention. I can't wait to partner with some of you guys to really dig into your story and what you're doing and to share with you where I've come from on my journey so that we can both excel toward higher levels of peak performance. Head to success101podcast.com forward slash coaching and pick the model out of the four available there that work for you. These are both individual and corporate models that I cannot wait to dive into with you guys as we plan to end 2017 on a high note and make a record-breaking 2018 for you guys. 
Lastly, I'll mention my good friends over at Ample. If you haven't heard me talk about Ample before, well, maybe you haven't tuned into the podcast that often because I can't stop talking about it. That's A-M-P-L-E. And the team over there has created such an incredible meal replacement drink that is unlike anything else that I've ever promoted before. It's soy-free, gluten-free, non-GMO, no artificial sweeteners, no artificial flavors. It's got healthy fats, quality proteins, probiotics and prebiotics, plant-based micronutrients, clean carbohydrates. And what I mean by that is they have a blend of carbohydrates with a low glycemic impact to help you guys stay out of the bad carbs and keep your body fueling with what you need to keep going each day. In fact, the starches they have are from organic sweet potatoes and tapioca. These ingredients come from all over the world, guys. These aren't even things you could go out and try to blend up or juice up in a meal replacement drink yourself. Leave it to the team over at Ample. And they've even got a 400 or 600 calorie version of this that you can grab depending on what your needs are. Head to success101podcast.com forward slash ample. Again, that's A-M-P-L-E. And at checkout, enter success101 to snag 15% off of your order. This is something that I live by each day and can't wait for you guys to get your hands on it as well as it is an awesome meal replacement drink and I can't wait for you to get your hands on it. Now, under our awesome show today with my friend Brandon T. Adams. If you guys haven't heard of Brandon, I'm not actually going to give a very long introduction here because he tells his story pretty well in our episode today. Brandon's a serial entrepreneur who's got a stake in a number of businesses. He's a co-host and one of two executive producers on Ambitious Adventures, which is a reality TV program. He's working currently with the Napoleon Hill Foundation for a film modeled after the book Think and Grow Rich, one of my favorite books of all time. In addition to his TV and film work, he's the host of the influential business podcast Live to Grind, which is an awesome podcast you guys need to go check out. And I can't wait for you to hear his influential story today of turning success and performance from seemingly nothing. So without any further delay, it is my honor to bring you Brandon T. Adams to the Success 101 podcast. Brandon Adams, good morning, buddy. Welcome to the Success 101 podcast. So excited to have you here. How are things? Going well, man. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm I'm excited to uh, share some good messages today. Yeah, absolutely. And I know you and I have so many mutual connections. I've watched you just social media platform, those sort of things from afar. And the thing that I love about your message and, and what I know about it just from the short time I've known you is just the energy that you bring at a seemingly you know pretty young age and the things you've been able to accomplish. And I see you out there with my good friend Lewis Howells on different things and your yeah. TV program that you're doing now. It just seems like you are doing so much and maximizing your efforts and so I wanted to get you on for the listeners today. Uh, I know we're going to talk through a lot today, uh, including some of your darkest moments and some of the things you've, you've put out there recently. But man, let's take a big old step back just for my listeners who don't know about you, what it is that you have come from, where you came from to be the man you are today, and really just everything you're accomplishing out there right now. Yeah, thanks, man. So by the way, shout out to Lewis Howes and the School of Greatness. Great guy. It was when I went through SOGA. You know, he was somebody, and here's a good lesson to be learned. I always say find somebody who's achieved what you want to achieve and follow in their footsteps, learn from them. And he was somebody that I looked up to here, I don't know, three years ago when I started studying him and John Lee Dumas. And little did I know, I mean, I was going to end up working with them and becoming friends with them, but just saw what they were doing and I wanted to do it my own way. So thank you, Lewis, for all you do. You definitely uh, made an impact in my life. But no, it's uh, for me... I started in Northeast Iowa. I grew up in a town of 750 people. 
And uh, I, I mean, I, I didn't know as a kid and even as a, a teenager exactly like I was going to change the world. I knew that I want to do things. I was motivated. Heck, I played football. I worked in an ice business. So my dad in 1986, he, uh, he started an ice business. He sold packaged ice. And uh, I was born in 89. So my whole life growing up, I got to see my dad build a packaged ice business. And what it is where you, we would buy the ice from a manufacturer and we'd put it in our freezer, a big freezer that hold about 25 ton. And then we distribute to different convenience stores like bars, restaurants, Walmart, uh, gas stations, and put them in the coolers. And yeah, you can actually make money at that. A lot of people laugh. Uh, how do you make money selling frozen water? Well, there's a business in it, <laughs> definitely a business. And this time of year, it's it's a great business. I mean, we heck, last week, I think we sold over 100 ton of ice. So that, that business was my beginning. I got to see what it was like for my dad to start something from scratch, work with customers, basically get to the point where he almost went bankrupt and begged the banker for more money. And he literally uh, came out of it and uh, give the life that we have, my brother and sister and I today, and the the life that he's built for all of us. So that was my beginning. I guess I'm a Spartan entrepreneur, but where things really changed for me is, so I went to college. I was that kid that partied. I drank. Um, I got a bad grades. I got kicked out of the, the dorm. I've been in jail a couple times, drugs, alcohol, you name it. And I guess that was kind of my college career for a little bit, but where things change is I went to a presentation and always take an opportunity to go to a presentation if you're in college because you're paying for it anyways with your tuition. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so just go. And I went to it and a guy by the name of Cactus Jack Berenger spoke. Venter, entrepreneur, uh, he had been on Shark Tank, he made a deal with Kevin Harrington, Barbara Corkin. And he spoke and it just, it really spoke to me. He was from Iowa too. And he said how he hadn't did well in, in school and he was a C student. But he talked about a book called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And he talked so highly of it. And because of that, I, I ended up reading the book. And it, it so changed my mind, like just my thought process. And here's what I got out of it. For one, at that time, I realized my situation. I saw what Henry Ford had done, what Andrew Carnegie, Thomas Edison, all these people and here's what they had. They had a pure drive, a burning desire. They had, they knew what they wanted in life. That gave me hope for possibility of achieving anything. And really the fact of if you put your mind to something, whatever your mind conceives and believes your mind achieves. And that really stuck with me, man. Like that, that moment, I felt like I had a power that no one else had. So I, I committed to, I'm going to do something big in life. I didn't know what it was, but I'm going to do it. It's going to be bigger than just selling ice in my state. And so what it led to is one day while delivering ice, I invented this product called the Arctic Stick. I came up with the idea for cooling and flavoring bottled beverages. It's hard to put ice cubes in. I wanted one way to cool a, a bottled beverage. And uh, like all people, they're like, oh, I got a great idea. Let's go on Shark Tank. We're gonna get a million dollars, whatever. I mean, that that doesn't happen very often. <laughs> what happens is you like mostly get shut down by your friends and family. Like, oh, that's a stupid idea or whatever it is. But no. I had thick and rich in my mind. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make this happen. And luckily enough, uh, Jack Berenger, that's what he did. He helped people get products to market. I went to him, the guy that spoke at that event and um, led me to think and rich and ended up hiring him, working with him as a product consultant. And, you know, talk about your network. When you spend money to hire a mentor or you get into a big group of people, like he's 
Multimillionaires has done some big things. One product alone sold over $10 million on infomercial. He knew his stuff. And again, going back to finding somebody who already achieved what you want to achieve and following their footsteps. So I, I found him and I started working with him. And the next three and a half years of my life, and I can go into the details, but the next three and a half years of my life were basically me working, uh, putting all the money I had into this invention, giving it my all because I wasn't going to stop until I made it a success and and basically learn about product development. And, and heck, I was working corporate. I was selling real estate. I was doing whatever it took to fund this, my baby. And I eventually yeah, got- and you- you came yep. up with that in college. Uh, I want to make that clear to the listeners as well. This was college. not Brandon getting out of school and then <clears throat> no. developing yep. this giant network and then saying, okay, now what do I want to do? I mean, he started doing this in school. So it was the summer before my last year of college. I came up with the idea. Six months later, I really started developing it further. I won a class competition in college and then I pursued it right after graduating and after graduating, I, I went back to work in the family business while selling real estate and working on Arctic Stick. And I, so I basically what I did is I spent all this money into this product to get it to market. And one lesson to be learned here, and some people are like, oh, Brandon, you spent $100,000 on this product. You got it to market. It's not even really selling that much. I'm like, you know what? I spent all that time and money on this product, but you know what it led me to? It led me to the beautiful thing called crowdfunding helping people raise money. It led me to creating video content. It led me to podcasting. It led me to speaking. It led me to things I actually really love to do. So Arctic Stick was the gateway, the funnel to my passion. I had to do something. And the lesson others can take away is, if you have all this drive and ambition, you just have to start. And what you start with today may not be where you're gonna be three years from now, but it will build your foundation to help you when you do really get where you want to go to use that to be much more successful. And that's that's what I've been able to do just with this journey with Arctic Stick to build that foundation. And Brandon, I think it's so important that we camp out on this. You just mentioned one of my favorite quotes out there that I used to think was hogwash and cheesy and just full of crap, whatever, which is whatever the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve by Napoleon Hill, one of my favorite books as well. And I know, oh, I'm sure we'll get into this, but I know you're doing something on the Think and Grow Rich film as well that I saw that I want to pick your brain on. But guys, I want you guys hearing this that are listening in to really focus on the fact that, I mean, here, you know, small town Iowa, I always love stories like this, by the way. I know. Small town Iowa, which people in Iowa do some of the like most random jobs, right? I mean, yeah. but small town Iowa, starting to get your mind around working with Cactus Jack, as you mentioned, but really more so taking that book to heart. And again, the reason I said earlier that might be hogwash to me in the past was I just thought optimism was like pie in the sky. We need to be more of a realist, you know, those sort of things. People who know me just, just know I'm such a different person today. But I mean, the most important thing to that is also what you said, which is this Arctic stick wasn't selling a lot or people were telling you that, but that was the gateway to so many other things. Yeah. Um, I, I wrote a book a couple of years back. Uh, I got a, a podcast, obviously, that you're on now and other things that I want to do. And sometimes I take a step back and look at that. I've got a financial planning practice here that just keeps me all kinds of busy here in Dallas. And I'm like, man, are those other things really like, are those, are those good for me that, the, you know, early on as I was doing them? And the answer is yes, because they lead to so many other things. So guys, don't be short-sighted on this. Don't look at whatever you're trying to put together as, hey, is this a waste of time? You're growing knowledge, you're growing wisdom, you're growing the building blocks that's going to take you so much further than maybe even things you can conceive. 
but you've got to start. You've got to put a foot forward. So I, I just, I love that about your story. Yeah, you got to, you do got to put foot forward. And somebody asked me yesterday, because I did a big post on just my journey. And somebody said, will you do anything different? And you know, I, I don't think I would because I had to have those rock bottom experiences. I had to have the experience with Arctic Stick to get to the things I'm at today. And it is so true. Whatever your mind conceives and believes your mind achieves. I say that and some people may think it's funny. Like I scream that in the mirror and I'm saying like I scream and hit my chest in the mirror. Every morning I have a warrior chant that I do. It's my, oh, affirma- it. it's my affirmations. And I say, whatever my mind conceives and believes my mind achieves. And it, it, like, I literally, I'm in front of the mirror, walking back and forth, getting myself ready for the day. And you know, when you read things to rich, some of the things in there, when I first read it, I, I thought, especially when you talk about the sixth sense, your subconscious mind and the ghosts, like how you can, in your dreams, really be able to meet with people. But then I had these things actually happen and then I'm, it works. Your mind is a computer. It is. We are, I mean, we created the computer. So you think about it. What you consume your mind with is what you become. And what you tell your mind you can do is what it'll eventually allow it to do. So you have to have that positive mindset and believe in yourself. Mindset's everything. It's seriously everything. And everything, absolutely. Thinking of everything that I went through, the times that were dark, I had to have a positive mindset and think there will be something bigger. And the biggest thing about that is, you know, Think and Grow Rich is not an easy read. I mean, it, it, the, the concepts in there are simple seeming until you start trying to put those into your life. But because of the world we live in today of doubt, negativity, the world I used to live in and the way I would wake up every day, really just trying to grind it out in a very unhealthy way and muscle it through versus thinking about all of the things I could accomplish, the affirmations, all of the things that I, I do now. And obviously you're doing with your warrior chant each morning, which I love, by the way. I mean, I, I would have thought that was so silly even even three to five years ago. And it's just amazing how the mind, and I talk about this a lot on a lot of the podcasts that I'm doing with uh, biohacking episodes and things like that about just getting our day started the right way, which does start in the mind. I talk about this a lot in the sense that your mind is so incredibly freaking powerful and people are not taking the time in our busy, noisy world to really focus on things like meditation, affirmations, gratitude journaling, all of the things that you think, ah, I could do that, but is it really going to move the needle? People that are moving the needle are doing those things and we need to pay more attention to it. And it sounds like you've tapped into that very early on, which has obviously led to the success you've had at a young age. Yeah, it is. And, you know, I guess I want to share, you know, you talked about, you, you like to talk in the show about just the, the rock bottom points. And if you're all right, I want to share this. And basically I, I did this post yesterday. Yesterday was a big day for me, man. Like I, so I don't know what time you listen to this, but it's, it's July 19th, 2013 was a big day for me, uh, that affected my life. Uh, but July 19th, 2017, which yesterday was big for me. So yesterday I was, uh, with Kevin Harrington and we're at his house and filming. I've done a few different deals with Kevin and he, so if you don't know, he's original shark of shark tank. He invented the infomercial. The guy's done a lot. And just a cool guy. I I did one of the best podcast. Well, it was the best podcast show ever done, just because how the things I got out of it and what I I was able to to just in that moment. And then we all also ended up well making a deal together for a project. But I looked back on time and I took a picture with him. By the way, it's a picture with him holding the Arctic stick up. And so most people would think, okay, he's the inventor of the infomercial. Like, you pitching him? Like, have him sell it on infomercial. And I had no intentions, nor did I do I do. 
but it was for me just to resemble what's possible. Five years prior, four years prior, I always said one day I want to do business business with him. And I thought that I'd work with him to sell the product on infomercials and, and be able to do all these things. And Cactus Jack was my mutual connection. And I knew that one day I'd work with him. I studied him. I knew everything about him. But, you know, that deal I made yesterday wasn't anything to do with Arctic Stick. But I had to say, hey, look, I made it. And it wasn't for what I intended, but it was in a different way. So anything is really possible. And I'm going to just kind of go go back in time and share with you exactly how I got to that point. So July 19th, 2013 was a day I'll never forget. I hit rock bottom. I thought, I literally thought I was going to die that day. I remember on the phone, I was telling my secretary, tell my dad I love him. Uh, it was basically me working 100-hour weeks. I was working with the family ice business, but also I was working in corporate. So I was working in a company where I was managing eight locations, 50 employees, and I had a lot of responsibility. I was 22 years old at the time, uh, 23. And, and I was working nonstop. And I thought at that time I could be a machine. I literally could work myself to a million dollars and never have to sleep. I was doing four hours a night of sleep. I was sacrificing my health. I really didn't have many like relationships behind my work. I snapped. I was driving down the road and uh, I was actually delivering to an event and I had so many things hit me, stress level. And I, I I felt dizzy. I pulled over the side of the road and put in park and my body locked up. And I felt it was a combination of a seizure, heart attack, stroke, uh, heat stroke. I, I just, I my body took over. Holy and cow. it was the most painful thing I've ever been through in my life. And I was there for 20 minutes. I was trying to kick out the window, kick for signal for help. The ambulance came. Um, they carried me to the ambulance. I snapped out of my my state, and they wanted to take me to the hospital. And I said, "No, just give me a second. And I, I basically said, I'll, "I'll be fine. Let my worker take me back. I'll I'll, I'll have them take me to the hospital." Uh, I went back to work, and I worked until midnight that night. I sat in the warehouse of this this place in the middle of Iowa where there was ice by myself just reevaluating my life and wondering why am I doing this? Why am I building up this other company? Why am I working for all this? Because if, if I were to die today, if I were to die today, what do I have to show for it? Some money and like a few things that don't really matter. And I thought, okay, who can I call? And I had no one to call. It was midnight. Like I didn't know how to talk to my dad about it. I didn't have a girlfriend my friends, I didn't talk to them for weeks. They didn't even call me anymore because I didn't give them the time of day. I felt lost. I felt like I literally had no purpose in life. And I was going to make a commitment. Like, you know, what? I'm going to make a change. I didn't make a change. And it wasn't until about four months later where I had a friend get killed in a car accident. And it hit me. So what happened is it was February of 2014. I drove all the way to Omaha, Nebraska. I told my boss, I'm leaving the company to pursue my dreams. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go pursue my dreams. I'm an entrepreneur. And I I spent five months on this project to start a product development company. And I was so into it. I'm like, oh my God, I'm an entrepreneur full time. I'm going to do all this. And I had a bunch of money, $750,000 lined up in investment. I told my girlfriend, she was in Winona, Minnesota. I was in Iowa. I'm like, quit your full-time job. Join me. We're going to move to Des Moines, Iowa. We're going to start a company together. She did. She believed in me. We went to Des Moines with the office picked out. I had my rent. Uh, we already had our apartment, everything. Last minute, the deal fell apart and we lost it all. And I thought I was going to lose it, everything. Uh, 
it was the lowest point in my life. I hit rock bottom. I felt like I let my girlfriend down. I felt like I was, I let everyone down and it was dark and I didn't know what I was going to do, but I found out and for you listening, if you're in a hole right now, when you hit rock bottom, you get superhuman powers. As humans, we are wired for survival. And for me, I had to survive. I had to figure things out because I was not about to go on the streets. I was not about to tell my girlfriend, we're going to have to move back with our parents or whatever it may be. I was not going to do that. So I, I made a pivot. We end up a month later doing a crowdfunding campaign for Arctic Stick. We raised 26 grand in the month. Uh, so that gave us some some foundation to move forward and kept going. Well, a few months later, there was a mal- malfunction, which delayed our, our launch for another year. So again, another obstacle. Most people would quit, but I was not going to quit. I kept going. I, I said, you know what? I need to get ready. If I'm going to do an infomercial one day, I'm going to do some commercials. And, and I went to a local modeling agency and I said, I've never done this before, but I'd like to learn how to do some commercials and, and modeling and acting. And... They gave me a shot. I did that. That was what paid my bills. I was on the the going and doing commercials. I was doing some photo shoots, just doing this stuff. And it got me in front of the camera. And I realized that I really liked being in front of the camera. It was fun. So moving forward. And then it came to, it was February of 2015. I, I wanted to start a podcast show. And I, I'll never forget this, man. Like it took me a day, by the way, to record my first show. I, I was editing <laughs> back and forth and cutting all the ums and ahs and 150 cuts in GarageBand and all the BS, but I launched it, you know, and it, it wasn't the best thing. You can listen to it. Um, episode one, I did two and a half years ago after 250 shows now, but I started and it was a proud moment for me. And I'm like, you know, what? I got this show and I started interviewing people traveling the country and I realized I needed to start building my brand and, and becoming a key person of influence, which is what I really just tell people, build your personal brand. So what I did is I I ended up writing a book on crowdfunding because I wanted to go into the crowdfunding industry. And I I ended up going on TV across the country to talk about crowdfunding, share the message, because when you go on TV, it builds up your brand. Um, so I'm starting to build up my influence. I still was struggling financially, but I was moving forward. I wasn't going to let temporary failure, failure beat me. I wasn't going to let that moving to Des Moines and going rock bottom beat me. I was going to let the, the failure of the launch of the product beat me. Nothing was going to stop me. I was going to keep going. My mindset was, I will do this. So I- Hey, well, let me, not to interrupt you here, but Brandon, but I think it's good to fill in the gaps on this part as well, where you get to the point of, like you said, feeling like a failure and feeling, you know, all those descriptors that you gave, looking back on it now, hindsight's always twenty twenty. We have so much wisdom yeah. and growth in what we've been through and we don't always see it in the moment. And I mean, it feels terrible in the moment. And then so many people are like, man, it, it's because of that, that I am what I am today. What do you think kept you going when so many other people would either go back and get a corporate job and go, hey, it was tough back then, but I'm just going to figure out a way to do it right because this sucks even worse? Or, I mean, what made you reach deep and say, I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep going, looking yeah. for opportunities. What do you think it was? Well, again, think and go rich. You, you look at all the people that achieved huge success. They had many years of failure. And another big takeaway of that book, you just be, just keep going. Like I knew just keep going, but also my girlfriend at the time, I, it was for her. Like I wanted her to have everything. It was for all the people that said I was going to fail. Hey, you're, you're just going to fail anyways. Why would you do this? And I wanted to prove them wrong. I wasn't going to let them be right. That's what kept me going. 
Yeah, it's your it's your why, it's your bigger passion, your motivation, because so many people, and nothing to discount the book and nothing to discount anyone that reads a book and it changes their life. I mean, you and I can both say that, right? But if that's all you're leaning on, those words of Napoleon Hill will quickly go out the window when you get in desperate times. You have to have something to anchor to, right? You have something to anchor the why and you gotta actually do something. You can't like go read the book and go play video games. It, it's the why is what kept me going. So fast forward, I, I did the podcast, he did that, and we're things started to see. And, and when you start to see some success, it makes it a lot easier when you do hit rock bottom and certain opportunities because you're like, okay, I, I know I can keep going. Like it, I'll eventually get that. So I had John Lee Dumas, Entrepreneur on Fire, come on my podcast show. And one thing I do for all you podcasters out there, if you're not doing this, do this. I always try to make business deals on podcast shows and see how ways I can help them. And John Lee Dumas, at the end of the show, I said, hey man, and if I have a crowdfunding company, we were just starting at the time, and I'm like, any way I can help you, I'm your guy. He said, well, actually, I'm thinking about doing a Kickstarter campaign for a book called The Freedom Journal. I'm <laughs> like, oh, really? And so after that call, I created an account without him even asking. I basically sent him a long email. I said, here's what we can do. I'm all on board with this. Six months later, we launched it. We raised hundred grand in 33 hours. We ended up raising close to half a million bucks in a month for the book, The Freedom Journal. We made the fifth largest crowdfunding campaign in history for a book. Yeah, it was huge. That was so-called my overnight success. But that is what I saw. I'm like, wow, this is why I, I did all the things here. This is why I didn't stop. And it that success led to other people seeing me do that. And then I ended up working with the Kevin Harrington and, and other clients and, and leading to other opportunities. I ended up crowdfunding. I used crowdfunding as my way to basically add value to others, not only to make money, but to get myself into some pretty cool positions. So we crowdfunded one of my companies called Young Entrepreneur Convention. It's an event, largest event uh, put on in Iowa. We crowdfunded that. We ended up crowdfunding uh, our own reality TV show, we crowdfunded again with JLD, with Kevin Harrington, and all this crowdfunding expertise. I had expertise in a certain area, which was a value, and people would come to me. Well, Think and Go Rich, uh, the team, Think Rich Films, are actually with the Napoleon Hill Foundation. They were gonna, they wanted to do a docudrama, and they saw what I was doing. They actually saw me on a Facebook Live, man, and this is why I'm like, you should always be using Facebook Live. And I was preaching my preach on thinking go rich and they loved it. And then they saw my background and they contacted me and said, you know what? I, I don't really know you. I've been following you a little bit, but you are perfect for this. And they wanted me to be in the film, but also uh, they wanted to do a crowdfunding campaign. So I'm 27. Uh, I filmed when I was 26. That was last fall. I'm the youngest person in the film for the docudrama, which is based off thinking go rich. And also I'm, the VP of biz developed with them. We helped them raise 365K uh, for a crowdfunding campaign and then more. So again, I use crowdfunding as my tool and my value to be able to build up opportunities. So, so now today, the things that I do, again, looking back, Arctic Stick I started, I, I kept moving forward. It wasn't my big success, but it got me to opportunities. It led to crowdfunding. Crowdfunding is what made me some money, which helped me well, start a different, couple different companies and and get some good positions. But what ultimately led to now is where I'm at today, being able to speak, go on TV. I have my own TV show where we interview entrepreneurs across the country and be able to teach others how to have success. You know, that's what I really love. And, and that happened because 
I started with one idea, kept going, it, it went to another idea, and then it led to where I ultimately wanted to be, and I didn't stop. And where I, I get to that story, and I'll let you ask questions, but it, it came to yesterday, when I had that moment sitting on camera, I realized four years prior, what happened to me on that side of the road, how different my life was. I realized how I wanted to one day be able to work with Kevin. I didn't know how I was going to do it at the time, but I figured I'd do it. But as I was sitting with Kevin on that interview, I had that surreal moment as like, wow, I've been working with Kevin over a year now. I've helped him make millions of dollars. And we've, we wrote a book together where he's in our show. And I'm in this moment now, I'm just realizing this, that this is, I'm here. I don't want to say I made it, but like, I felt like I made it. And I'm like, wow, I just had to keep going. And it, for me, it was emotional. Anything is possible. You just got to believe in yourself and you have to keep going. The motto is just keep going. Use your darkest times as motivation to get to your brightest times. Yeah, and I think there's just so many layers there to that. But I think the message that I'm drawing from this that I hope listeners are hearing is what you're saying, which is just keep going. I mean, so many people, just like reading the Napoleon Hill book, just like people saying, you know, move past your failures or grow through your failures. I mean, you, I, I see a quote here on your website that's create something great and become unforgettable. Life is too short not to. And that's because you started realizing that time, you know, after you, you mentioned a friend uh, in a car accident, yeah. You realize time was so short. Guys, it's these darkest moments uh, that really grow us into who we should be. Uh, that's why I'm on the podcast right now with Brandon is because in my darkest moments, I realize, hey, I am a horrible person to be around and I'm slowly killing myself yeah. here in life and and just wanted to get this knowledge out to other people. Here, here's what I want to ask, Brandon. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this because I think this could be really powerful for the listeners. I want to do it the right way. If, if someone is listening in, which I'm sure there are many that are that are maybe in this situation right now, um, where they're they they've been going, they've heard the message, keep going. They are at the rock bottom, maybe for the second or third time in their life. You know, they just keep hitting it and going, man, nothing. I I have kept going, but nothing keeps working. How would you encourage someone that can't see the entire picture? You know that that whole fra that old phrase of I can't see uh, the picture when I'm sitting in the frame, or I can't see the picture yeah. when I'm just focused on sitting in the frame. So many times we look at our day-to-day, -day, we look at the outcome as to whether we're successful or not. We don't look at the process. So what I teach these young advisors here all the time is we have to focus on the process. And, and for you, that process is keep going, keep going. For other people, it's different things depending on what they're doing. How would you encourage somebody to focus on the process, even though they can't see over the hill to what beautifully might come in their future and all they're focusing on is just right now in this minute of the failures they're experiencing. I love this question. So sometimes you have to take a, a step back and see your patterns. And if you're not seeing success, I mean, you got to keep going. But sometimes you got to realize maybe my plan isn't sound enough. Maybe I need to make a pivot. And what I realized with Arctic Stick was that wasn't going to be. And I, I probably spent a little too long, actually a year too long focusing on making that my big thing when in reality I should have just made the pivot sooner to go to what really spoke to my heart. And again, some people probably have that now. There's signs like, hey, somebody told me I'm really good at speaking. Somebody told me I'm good at front of the camera. Somebody said I'm really good with people. Take that feedback and think about how can I use that in a way to make money? And for me, I took the feedback and I saw continuous things coming at me. And I realized, you know what? Arctic Stick was just my foundation. Yeah, I got it to market, but I'm not going to make a bunch of money with that. That's not where my heart's at. Really where it's at is, is helping other people. So I made that pivot 
So my my advice to your listeners is think about what you're doing. If if you're not seeing the success, let's say you've been working on something for a long time, you're just not seeing some wins. Maybe your plan isn't sound enough. Maybe you need to make a pivot. My pivots were crowdfunding and then another pivot into, well, the TV world. And and you constantly, uh, over time as technology and everything else, you're gonna, with trends, you're gonna have to make changes along the way, learn to adapt. So don't be stuck in your old ways, always better yourself and learn to adapt along the way. I've just learned to adapt. And if something doesn't work, then I go and I move forward and, and do it in a different way. And again, I'm living proof. Uh, I could share horror stories all day. I mean, I, I've slept in my truck many times. I've had negative in my bank account. I've I've had times where I wanted to throw in the towel, but luckily I had people around me that told me, no, you got this. That's why it's powerful to surround yourself with the right people instead of being around people that say, you know what, just, you know what? You gave it your try. Just, it's all right. Just give up. No, don't. Don't be around people that are going to tell you, no, you have to keep going. So I'm just lucky enough to be able to surround myself with people like that. So look at your plan. It may not be sound enough. Maybe you need to make a pivot. Maybe uh, you're not taking into consideration the feedback that people are giving you. Some people are going to give feedback that is going to be BS, but some feedback may be good feedback where they really want to help you. And it could be feedback that pisses you off in the moment because you're like, oh, they're wrong. But no, they're probably giving you real feedback that's right. And you need to listen to them and use that feedback to better yourself. Yeah, because it's so easy to get defensive and li- not listen to the things people are telling you because you don't want to hear it. But the fact that you need to hear it, those are some of the closest people in your life that are going to tell you the things you need to hear, not, necessar- not necessarily that you want to hear. And if you're wise with that, that's where, I mean, yeah. some people can just tell you whatever, right? But if they're really people that you know deep down have your best interest in mind and care about you, even if they don't know you that well, there's very few people I found in life that are bold enough to tell you what you need oh. to hear. I'm Not bold. I'm bold, brother. Like you can tell people what they want to hear and make them feel good, or you can tell them what they need to hear. This is what you need to do. You're telling yourself a BS story. This is what you're doing wrong. Just do it. And I, I, I would, I prefer that. Like I love it when people tell me that because that makes me get better. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, in today's society, so many people don't want to do that. And, you know, but, but yet they call themselves mentors and they call themselves, you know, I want to mastermind group and I want to do all this stuff. But they're not telling people many times what they need to hear. They're not being bold enough uh, to do that. So you, you join my mastermind, brother. I'll tell you straight. It is sometimes <laughs> I make people cry, but you know what? They they thank me in the end. Well, and that's that's proof that they know you're doing it from a, a heart of care because you can <laughs> yeah. make people cry and and they get super defensive or whatever. What's yeah. this guy talking about? But if they know you're coming from a place of care because yeah. you really do want to impact them, that's it's where care. all the difference in the world yeah. is. So, Brandon, I know we only have so much time here for a podcast. Talk to me a little bit about what you're doing with uh, some of the TV stuff I've seen you doing with Lewis House. Uh, you mentioned the Think and Grow Rich docudrama that was recorded last fall. When will we be seeing some of that come out? And then is there anything else that you're working on that you can announce that uh, that would be helpful yeah. for our listeners? Yeah, so the video world, again, crowdfunding led me to video and and talk about the power of connections and why you should always go to events. So I told you I crowdfunded. We put together an event called Young Entrepreneur Convention in Iowa. We did one. We, we've done two now, but our first one was in uh, April 20th of 2016. And I had a guy come speak, a guy by the name of Greg Roulette, come speak at my event. He, he said to me, hey, man, how about you come down to Orlando, Florida, and, and come 
teach a class on crowdfunding. I'm like, sure. I always take up opportunities. Some people are like, ah, I got to fly all the way to Orlando. I'm like, yeah, there's opportunities. So I took it, did the class, made some money. But he said, you know, I got this idea for a TV show called Ambitious Adventures. We travel the country, we interview entrepreneurs and, and show how they become successful. He said, I filmed a pilot. I'm thinking about doing a crowdfunding campaign to raise the money and do it. I said, well, hey, I already, I already traveled the country and interviewed people for my podcast show. I know how to raise money. Make me your co-host. Let's do it together. We made the deal. 60 days later, we launched a crowdfunding campaign. We raised over 50 grand. Uh, 28 late, it was, yeah, it took 28 days to raise 50 grand. And then it was like, uh, what was it? Two weeks later, we started filming. We filmed across the country. We got six episodes. It's actually in post-production. We're in a deal of actually negotiating to sell it to a network. Uh, so what we did is uh, we filmed in Des Moines, Iowa, La Crosse, Wisconsin, uh, LA, St. Pete, Florida, Winter Park, Florida. Then we did an episode that was all about mission-based. And we did that at my event for Young Entrepreneur Convention. Some of the people we interviewed were one Lewis House. We interviewed him, Jack Canfield. Um, we had Kevin Harrington, Jake Paul, other influencers. Uh, who else? Oh, Joel Com. We had some cool people on the show. So we we put this all together and I really learned so much about how to produce a show. And we're hoping in December we find out if we get an Emmy we, or uh, put in our nomination. But uh, so we did all that, got that experience and uh, we're actually looking to, to fully put it out on entrepreneur.com. So I learned a lot about film and and that's what I really love. And my my uh, project right now for Thinking Go Rich, we, uh, like I said, I helped them raise money. I added value to them. Uh, that's really how I got into the film. They saw me, but I added massive value to them and I made them a lot of money. So they made me a part of the team. And now uh, come in October, you can, you can check it out, thinktholegacy.com, but we're, we're going to be releasing. It's going to be uh, worldwide. We actually have a premiere in LA and we'll have all the people in the film. So people in the film are, we have Grant Cardone, Darren Hardy, Barbara Corkin, uh, Joel Brown, uh, John Lee Dumas, Bob Proctor, you name it, in the film, and uh, myself as well. And it's a film, basically, if you've read Think and Go Rich, we have reenactments. So basically, we show the Three Feet from Gold scene, wow. Henry Ford, the Marconi. Uh, and then what we do is we have interviews, kind of like how they did The Secret. So like an interview on me on set, I basically talk about the power of love and how my girlfriend and I work together, and she's influenced me to do some powerful things in life. I talk about different principles. Every entrepreneur in the film talks about the principles about how it's affected their life in a positive way. So that's coming out here this fall. And uh, I'm excited. That's probably one of the coolest things I could say I've been a part of because that book, you look back, that book changed my life. And that book is what got me to be in the film that's based on the book. And and we we intend to impact over a billion lives with that film alone. And I'm excited for it. I highly suggest anybody listening to read the book, check out with the, the film coming out in October, thinklegacy.com, and also for ambitious adventures, everything. We have the details at livetogrind.com. But the moral of the story is with this is like, just keep going. You know, I grew up in a town of 750 people. Believe it or not, when I was a kid, I had a speech impediment. I had a lisp. I couldn't speak. And I, I got made fun of and bullied. And I told myself, this wouldn't define me. I spoke in front of a mirror every day to perfect my communication. I made my speech impediment into something where I can speak in front of crowds. And now I'm on TV. 
I never thought, I didn't know what an IMDB, if, heck, if, even <laughs> if that's how you say it, is right. I didn't know what, if I'd be an executive producer. I didn't know, but I believed in my vision. I, I believed in the, the mindset and whatever the mind conceives and believes the mind achieves. I had a big goal in mind and I surrounded myself with the right people. And now today I get to share the story and, and continue to, to do some cool things in life. So just keep going. Yeah, it's so important. And I, I promise you, I'm not making this up. I hate to even say it because it sounds like I just made it up BS here. But while you were talking, I literally looked to my left at this bookshelf that I got here where I'm recording. And the very last book on the second row of the shelf, Think and Grow Rich. And then I look yeah. right down below that at the shelf below it, Freedom Journal, <laughs> sitting right there on the shelf. I'm I like, love it, man. man that's that's awesome. Awesome. Like my eyes just went straight to Think and Grow Rich. I did not even, I, I thought maybe it was over there somewhere, but I did not know that my eyes were going to go straight to it. That's an awesome book. And uh, just so many people out there have not read it. You know, they, they're like, hey, I've heard this book, Napoleon Hill, somebody. I'm like, what? <laughs> you got to get your hands on this thing. I mean, it's it's amazing. So your story's part of that as well. That is awesome. Last story that I'll ask you here, I was going to maybe wrap it up for sake of time, but I, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this while I've got you on the mic. Um, people who are, oh, by the way, two questions here. Whatever ended yeah. up happening with your, uh, kind of your breakdown back in 2013, you said it was kind of a mental breakdown, but you thought you were having a heart attack, you know, whatever. What, what did they determine? Was it just stress induced? Was it, I mean, what was going on there? I never went to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> and, and no, it, <laughs> that's, that's what happened. So I, I, what I was doing at the time I was prescribed for Adderall and I, which for ADD, which I got rid of it. But what has happened is I didn't sleep. I was, I was just stressed out. It was a, like a mental breakdown, Yeah. but they, they put me in the ambulance and they, they said, you need to go to the hospital. And I said, I'm fine. I'll have my coworker take me. Well, I lie. I never had yeah. him take me to the hospital. <laughs> so kept, any intention. But, it, but it was really just working. I thought I could work my life. Well, like, just you got to have a balance and you need to work smart. I was working dumb. So yeah, that's how I got out of it. And you know, the, the quote think uh, life is too short not to go out there, create something great and become, uh, become unforgettable because life is too short not to. I say that at the end of my shows and that quote comes from, for one, the fact that create something great was my invention, Arctic stick. I wanted to create something great in life, become unforgettable anywhere I go. I want to become unforgettable. Life is too short not to, that comes from that day in the truck where I thought I was going to die and also my friend dying. And, and basically that's my, my mantra. That is what I say every day because that's what I believe in my past and what I want others to see is you could die tomorrow. Are you happy with where you're at? And are you working on something that drives you? Because if you do have that life experience, you're going to be back. Look back Here, one quick. I got to share this because the audience, I interviewed a girl, her name's Sherry on May. Oh yeah. Hello, Sherry. She's in my Accelerate program and she's worked with us. She died and came back to life. And she said when she sat on that bed and woke up and the first time, she, her mind went to, wow, what do I have to show? I spent all these late nights working for someone else. I, I went to school to get all these good raids for what society thought I should do. And I did all these things that weren't for me. What do I have to show for this life? And she had that realization in her deathbed after she was revived and came back to life and she got a bionic heart. And she realized like, life's too short not to do what you love in life. And I, that really stuck with me. And that for what I always preach. So for you listening, life is too short, just go after it. Yeah, and, and it's just that it's, we're all just so 
unwise, for lack of better words, and fickle as humans, we all know. I mean, nobody's ever figured out how to not die in this life. No. I mean, we're all going to die at some point. It's just we're, we're all mortals. It's going to happen. And why does it take sometimes early in life or even a little bit later in life for certain things to happen for us to wake up and go, man, life is short. I mean, if you look at the lifespan, not to not to get too deep here, but if you look at the lifespan of the average human, it's like a it's a blink. You know, it's like a vapor. And we're all living life out there as if we've got like a thousand years to live until something happens. You are it, going to die. That is like the best quote. Gary Vee said, you want some motivation? You are that. going to die. And that should be enough motivation to know. Like, yeah, it's amazing, though, how it takes those rock bottom moments or those things like a you know friend in a car accident whatever or Sherry's story to where that ushers it into our life quickly to where it's like whoa okay I knew that but now I really know it and I need yeah. to go make something happen here so man Brandon thanks so much for your time here today I knew we were going to have a great time I know you're also really connected to my good friend Jeremy Ryan Slate we uh, talked to you about you in a recent podcast where you guys connected on the street out in Florida yeah. when he was out there driving around Man, tell us uh, where can we steer more traffic your way? Where can we find you out there on your websites or just anything else that you're doing? Yeah, and just quick before we go, just for your listeners, listen to this. If if you want to know my best advice for one, read Think of Your Rich. Two, invest in your personal brand. People buy from people. You need to build your own tribe. Start a podcast show. Create a video content uh, blog. You need to put out content. Build your own tribe. Your brand is everything. And three, go to events. And I actually got an event coming up uh, in December. If you go to livetogrind.com, we have Kevin Harrington, the original Shark of Shark Tank, speaking there. I got my buddy Greg Roulette, Emmy Award-winning producer, and some other great people in the room. That's going to be December 8th through the 10th in LA. If you want tickets or you have questions, just go to livetogrind.com, and you can find everything there. And if you want to Google me, you can find some cool stuff online too. <laughs> yeah, and uh, brandontadams.com as well for some of your other uh, about and, yeah, uh, and podcast and, and stuff that you're doing out there. Great podcast, by the way. So, uh, man, just keep killing it. We'll be watching your success from afar and uh, wish you the best. And thanks so much for your time here today. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. Hey, guys, I loved having Brandon on the show today and hope you took a ton away from his message of creation and building success out of nothing. And you use that as fuel in your own lives to go out and create a phenomenal future on your journey. If you guys would like to connect directly with me, the best way to do that is to shoot my team an email at info at success101podcast.com. Or you can catch me in the world of social media on the Facebook Success 101 Podcast community page or on Instagram under the name at Success 101 Podcast. I'll catch you guys on the next awesome episode. Until then. Mm -hmm.